0: Today on Photo Work, we interview LA-based model and actress Angel Lynn.
1: And she shares with us what her job is actually like, as well as many other topics. Stay tuned. Thank
2: yeah. you for coming. Yes, thanks for having so, me. So, excited to have you on our I show. I am so excited to be
1: here. Uh, we wanted to start out with telling your story, how you got to be where you are now, amazing model. Oh, thanks. Yes, thanks. <laughs> guys. <laughs> okay, so,
2: um, I never really wanted to model. I never thought about modeling or wanting to be a model um I did have a myspace though of course (laughs) shows how old I am and a photographer a student photographer that didn't live too far away contacted me randomly just out of nowhere Mm -hmm. I didn't know him and he just asked like would you want to be my model for this project that I have coming up I'm a student photographer blah 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 and I was just like Oh, sure. Why not? Mm-hmm. He doesn't sound like he's going to kill me. That's fun. <laughs> um, and so I went. I had a lot of fun. It was really fun. I, I didn't know what I was doing at all, but I was like, I think I like this. I kind of want to keep going with this. Mm-hmm. And then um, that was back when Model Mayhem was a thing. Yeah. Joined Model Mayhem and kind of just search for people in my area, which is pretty hard to find photographers in my hometown. Mm-hmm. Um but I did drive and commute and stuff, and just kind of went from there. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: So you, did you grow up in a small town?
2: Yeah, my hometown is Hesperia, okay, which is in California, or uh, aka Victorville or Apple Valley for those that don't know Hesperia. It's about an hour and a half away from LA. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah. it's it, there's a lot of people. There's just nothing to do. Mm-hmm. It's very like. <laughs> when you drive you're like oh I'm in a town okay yeah <laughs> people usually stop there um, on the way to Vegas okay mm-hmm.
0: nice. there's a prison there right prison oh. <laughs> Yeah. it's like meth it's like capital a- or
2: something so that's cute yeah. Yeah, So I was happy I was happy to leave that place but uh
1: yeah how did you know you did, you like you really wanted to make that leap
2: oh man it was kind of hard for me I was very comfortable with what I was doing in my hometown I was teaching dance and I had been doing it for uh, over 10 years. So, and I really liked it at the time. I was going to school to become an elementary teacher. Nice. So that's what was happening in my life. Um, And I didn't mind living up there at all. Like a lot of my friends were up there. I was like, you know, if I have to drive, it's not that far, Mm -hmm. it's like an hour and a half. What's the big deal? Um, But once I got signed, And i didn't think i would be signed at all because i'm like oh you're short you're not gonna get signed finally got signed and i was like really like taken aback by that so then after that happened i went out on my first audition which was for a big job i ended up booking it which is kind of crazy and then that's when i really knew like okay you need to move like you can't because it's crazy i would like drive for like an hour you know an hour and a half or maybe two and a half hours with traffic. And then I would be out in LA for like five seconds. Mm. And then I'm like, okay, you can't do this anymore. This driving thing is not that cool, you know? So once I booked that audition, I was really like, you have to do this. You have to move. You're not getting any younger, like go.
1: So when you got here, you started with one agency and then you've now kind of transitioned to another agency. Can you talk about that and how that works and why you did that? Yeah.
2: Oh, <laughs>
1: uh, yeah. uh, as best as you can. Uh, so
2: you don't have I, to mention
0: names. Okay.
2: I got signed with one agency and they were great. Uh, I was with them for like five years and I really love them. They were like mom and dad. That's how I thought of them. A boutique agency. So they're a little smaller, but they explained it to me in the beginning. Cause I was kind of really new to the whole idea of that. And they said, you know, unless you're the main girl of the agency, like you're the main model. Mm-hmm you might have to compete with other girls that have your same look and your same vibe. And not only are you competing for to go out on auditions, but then once you go out and compete, mm. it's like a whole nother competition. So they explained like, this is a good start for you. It's a boutique agency. And it was, it was great. I booked a lot with them. Um, and then as I felt like I was kind of growing and doing well on my own too, I was booking a lot by myself, and I was non-exclusive with them, so they understood for the last two years. Then I got approached on email. They found me on Instagram by one of my dream agencies, somebody that I had been stalking for like years, actually. I never submitted to them. I never said anything to them, because I'm like, oh, wait, they're way too big. I don't have experience, and there's no way. They found me on Instagram, and then I went and I read for them like this little commercial they called me back the next day and said they wanted to sign me. So, yeah. So it was really
1: exciting. Can you explain the difference for um, new models, like exclusive contracts versus not being exclusive contract and still being with an agency?
2: Yeah. So exclusive means that you have to, it's kind of hard. I'm not exactly sure on all the technical things, but it's like, you have to be with only that agency. So if you get approached maybe you know, outside on your own, mm-hmm. you kind of have to forward your agency info and say, oh, that's cool that you want to hire me for something, but I need you to contact my agents. And so the agents are going to take a fee out versus non exclusive. It's like you can have more than one agent. So maybe two people represent you, two agencies or three agencies. I know some girls that are, they have so many agencies and everyone kind of knows that you're being represented by different people so that if you book something you know your agent's not seeing that and being like why isn't she giving us that money you know it's like well i'm not exclusive i got this on my own or someone else got it for me Mm -hmm. and i'm not giving you a cut you know so do you prefer one over the other i definitely think nowadays non non non-exclusive if you can do it it's better um i just feel like there's so many opportunities Especially through social media that you know companies might contact you and if they're directly contacting you because of what you're doing like you're promoting yourself like say for Instagram it's mm-hmm. like your agency doesn't have control over your Instagram you're right. posting yourself you're coming up with you know photo shoots and things to post to try to get followers try to get likes and if people are seeing that it's kind of the fruit of you know your hard work so i think it's better i think i mean i don't know for from my um experience i really like being non-exclusive it seems to kind of work out
0: yeah mm-hmm. yeah. yeah you can also book your own jobs yeah and you don't have to pay that
2: percentage. yeah
1: mm-hmm. that was, which is helpful because yeah. we are all trying to pay rent you
0: know right. <laughs>
1: Yeah. <laughs> i wanted to talk with you about how you overcame some stereotypes in the modeling industry Um, Because you work quite a bit, and I wanted to hear your story on that. It's definitely much harder for
2: shorter models. Um, It's changing a lot, but I feel like, you know, when people think of models, they think 5'9", 5'10", 5'11". So when I walk into castings, or I walk into, like, a job, or on set for a shoot people kind of like, are like, oh, you're the model, (laughs) you know, they, this has happened a few times. I've had people be like, oh, are you the makeup artist? And I'm like, no, I'm the model, (laughs) you know, or they're like, oh, are you the wardrobe stylist? And I'm like, nope, I'm just the model here, you know. Um, So it's kind of hard, but I do feel like my work speaks for itself and I feel confident in my work. So even if a person doesn't really believe it in me at the beginning of the day, I hope that they believe in me after. You'll
0: prove them wrong. Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: I really hope so. So it's like, you know, people can judge a book by its cover, but I've seen girls that are like 5'11", and I don't think they are the best posers mm-hmm. or models. models. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they look can, amazing, but once you start too, yeah. shooting, you're like, mm-hmm. I need something more. And it's like, I feel like I've had to work harder, definitely, as – someone that's on the shorter side and then someone that's maybe on the older side compared to most models in the industry like I really have to push myself and I'm okay with that I'm definitely okay with that um but it's it's a lot harder for sure um I think overcoming it just work as hard as you can test a lot shoot a lot and then you know make sure you're active on social media so that people are seeing your work um and seeing that you're shooting and you're trying to better yourself I think that's such some something that's really important is you can't be happy with what is going on at the moment. So it's like, okay, that shoot was awesome, but I, I need to keep shooting. Because if, you know, two months go by, six months go by, and you're just like, yeah, that's my work. And it's like a year old. It's kind of mm. like, yeah. so you're not trying to shoot more? Or what's going on? You know, mm-hmm. that's a big thing. Um, and I do also feel like being Asian in this modeling scene, it's growing a lot for us, for Asians, but I do also feel like, you know, that wasn't really a look until kind of more recent, you know, you see big ads and now you're seeing Asian faces, but it's also hard too because I feel like Asian models, it's like they also want one look from Asian models. They want very pale skin, very like, Mm -hmm. you know, old school features of like the China doll Mm -hmm. kind of that look like I don't tan I don't work in a farm like I'm inside honey like (laughs) it's harder too because of that I definitely have gone on auditions where the client is sitting there and they're very pale and I'm just like I'm not gonna book it because I feel like I look too urban almost Mm. so then there's that to deal with also but I, I think just focusing on yourself focusing on your work focusing on what you think you could market yourself as You know, if you know your body type or your face or your look and you say like, okay, I can do that. I'm not going to get booked for that. You know, that's just not me or that's not my body type. But I feel like I can do that and I'm going to work on getting pictures that resemble that or that I can use to kind of push myself in that way.
0: I have a question about testing. Yeah. We like to shoot tests. But what's some advice that you can really give because it's I I feel that it could be a very scary experience sometimes Mm -hmm. if you weren't very well it can be a scary experience but also if you're not informed you could potentially be a dangerous situation right
2: definitely um when I first started my mom was super freaked out by all of this you know just kind of being like oh I met this guy mom online and uh I'm gonna go meet him now bye (laughs) if I don't come back it's because he killed me, <laughs> um, but at the time I was already a little older, so my mom wasn't too freaked out. There were some times where she insisted on me bringing a friend, yeah. or she actually wanted to come along, even though I was o- way over eighteen. I feel like um, nowadays it's a little easier because of social media. Um, you can find you know people to reach out to if you're uncertain of a person or yeah. you know a job. Maybe it sounds shady, or you they contact you directly and you don't really know all the details and it just seems a little weird. I I definitely feel like you should trust your instincts. So, if you feel kind of weird or a little off or the energy from the photographer is maybe seems kind of creepy, mm. go with your gut feeling. Just say, "Hey, I'm so sorry. If you want to book me for testing, contact my agent." And if you don't have an agent, maybe
0: just tell them you're busy Um, you can
2: read people though you definitely can and there's been times where you know I didn't feel really comfortable on set but then once the day's over you're like okay whatever it wasn't that bad but um, yeah there are some weirdos out there and there's people that you know they have a camera and they like young girls Mm -hmm. and they want them to just be you know half naked around them and that's fine but if you're not getting something Like if your portfolio isn't growing and you feel like their work isn't even up to par to yours, just tell them you can't, you're busy. And it's true, people have lives. Like people expect models to just do, 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 do. And it's like, you know, girls go to school, people have jobs, people have families. Maybe someone has to commute from San Diego to LA. It's like, you can't just up and leave all the time, Mm -hmm. you know, and just tell them like, hey, it's not working out right now, maybe another time.
0: And then I, and I've heard horror stories from models that are, uh, they can, I don't know, they would creep me out. And I'm a dude. So. <laughs> yeah. <there's, laughs> I'm like, oh my. G-.
2: There's some weirdos out yeah, there, for uh, sure. We
0: always just call them guys with cameras. Yes, yes. They actually have no skill. They just basically want to. Yeah, they have
2: the money. And, it, yeah. and there's a lot mm-hmm. of guys that their photography is just kind of like, mm, But they have the best equipment. Mm-hmm. The up-to-date, mm-hmm. you know, newest camera. But it's like they can't even. They don't know how to edit. They don't really even know how to take the picture except, like, point it and click it. And it's kind of like, eh, you know. Yeah. That's a lot of that
0: going yeah. on. Social media helps.
2: Social <laughs> media helps because if you feel like something is off, you can always go to that person's portfolio and go to the people that they shot. And yep. usually the people are tagged. You can reach out to other models and just say, hey, I have a shoot coming up with so-and-so. Yeah. I saw that you shot with uh, them. How yeah. did you like them? <laughs> Make it super casual, super, like, doesn't seem weird and then most of the time models are pretty open to giving honest opinions about people they've shot with yeah. so I think that's the best way to kind of if you're feeling kind of weird about something figure it out yeah, that's yeah.
1: good yeah. I wanted to ask you about how you're treated as a model versus when you're acting or talent for motion or commercials is there a difference huh I would say
2: yeah, kind of a difference. I mean, there's been different experiences for different jobs. And some jobs, you know, if you're a model, I guess it depends how many models there are and how crazy and chaotic the event is or the job is. And it's like if they're really trying to get, you know, X amount of models done in a certain amount of time and it's already, like, stressful, you're kind of just thrown to the, to you know, to them. And it's... uh kind of like (laughs) your opinion doesn't matter obviously you kind of don't your opinion doesn't always matter you're kind of just hired to be a canvas and just go and that's what they want but I definitely feel being on set and being like a principal talent or something you're treated more like an equal if that makes sense like you're definitely given direction and you're given things to do or a look or this or a vibe but I would say in most cases you're Either way, you're being respected, but maybe a little different in like the sense that like not to say like models aren't supposed to talk, but (laughs) you know, it's kind of like no one wants to hear your, your story. It's like, you're just there because that's the look they wanted and Mm -hmm. you're just going to model these clothes or this makeup and maybe give some personality, but maybe not too much. Mm -hmm. But if you're this and you're the talent, then okay, you can shine a little bit and you can talk a little more and. Mm -hmm. But yeah in both cases I feel like you're treated pretty fairly both no not too much of a difference that I
0: can think of um, I was wondering just in this business do you, you feel having a uh, thicker skin would be uh, yeah added benefit oh definitely like not taking it personally even though oh it my might god
2: be yes 100% and, and that's something that I always tell models that are starting out and they ask me for advice I just tell them you know Hearing no, it's hard at first, and of course it's gonna be hard throughout your journey, Um, but it gets easier because you start to realize like, okay, maybe I wasn't perfect for that job, but that doesn't mean I'm not gonna be perfect for the next audition or the next casting. Mm -hmm. It's hard because you, I think, especially starting off at younger ages, girls, guys, whoever, they're gonna hear nose and they're gonna be like, "Why is it because of you know and then they're gonna compare themselves to other people in l a you know everyone's beautiful in l a mm-hmm. so they're gonna say like, "Oh well, it's because I'm this or I'm not this enough or that and it's like you just have to kind of realize like that that might not even be why you didn't book it, you know, maybe they just wanted someone with different hair, maybe they wanted a different you know, a look or an energy, or maybe the person that got hired has to match the other person, or maybe they want bipolar opposites. It's like, there's so many things that go into getting casted that if you hear a no, it's okay. It's like, you have more, you have more coming up. If a photographer doesn't like your look, that's okay. There's been plenty of times where I've reached out to people where I I was obsessed with their work and, you know, I kind of hinted like, Hey, let's work together. And they definitely didn't like my look. And it's fine, like I don't take it like that anymore. I used to get a little upset about it, but I definitely feel like having thick skin in the industry is a must, definitely a must. Because you're gonna hear no all the time. You're gonna hear rejection all the time. And it's part of the process, you know? It's like any A-list celebrity, model, people that are really, really successful, they heard no's, you know, and they talk about it all the time. It's
0: just part of the process uh follow up to that i've uh heard from models a lot of the time hopefully not your agents (laughs) but agencies can say some uh very personal things about weight and uh, wanting to lose more weight even though your skis a rail uh i just didn't know if that was that like in your experience have you ever heard some disparaging stuff from agencies that i don't know it was maybe a little rough
2: um in my experience not really but i definitely feel that my look like i wouldn't go out for like runway castings or fashion week and i know a lot of times that's when girls get really like you need to lose weight in your thighs or your hips are too big or just sad comments you know i haven't experienced it so much in like my body or body weight i definitely feel like it's been more about how tall I am or how short I am Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so that's been something that I've always you know had to deal with but as far as like weight goes or size goes not too much Um, my first agency was really good with that you know they tried to promote healthy eating healthy lifestyle and that goes for both ways you know not eating too little and passing out because you're starving yourself (laughs) or then like you know eating maybe unhealthy things that you're actually gaining weight mm-hmm. and maybe when you signed with them you were a lot smaller mm-hmm. you know that type of thing but luckily I haven't gone through that too much That's yeah. Great. yeah which is good because especially I think women it's like it's really hard to hear people that are really big in the industry telling you that you're too big or you're <laughs> too skinny yeah. or mm-hmm. you're too this and it's like you can't yeah. help but take it a yeah. Personal, you know, yeah. Fifteen
0: pounds. You're like, I've already lost. Yeah. 20 I only
2: weigh fifteen pounds. Right. Yeah. So <laughs> how am I gonna do that? Yeah. yeah. Totally.
0: Yeah. Just not taking that personal. It, it sucks, but that that was kind of my question.
2: I do feel like if you're dealing with that, I think especially nowadays agencies are very. I think they're opening up to different looks and different sizes, which is amazing. Mm -hmm. So if you have an agent down your throat and they're telling you like you cannot book at this weight or this this blah 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 blah, then maybe you should look at a different agency. You know, I guess you should kind of think to yourself, like, is it worth it? Do I wanna drop thirty pounds? I don't, I don't care. So someone tell me that. Yeah. So (laughs) someone can love me and my body and I can book, maybe they're already booking, you know, Mm -hmm. it's like they don't necessarily need to hear that and have to deal with that weird energy all the time from someone that is supposed to like respect them and trust them and hope for them to do the best. You know, it's like they could probably find someone else that believes in them just the way they are without having to like, you know, Mm -hmm. not believe in them and kind of get all crazy on them all the time.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. What is your
2: job like versus what people think your job is like? Oh, I think people think it's all fun and games, and it's very easy, and it's like you go and you get pampered and people are there like feeding you grapes, but it's definitely not like that. There's a lot of hard work that's being put out so that you can book that job, you know, so that means you have to be on your A-game with like diet and workout and watching what you eat, watching your alcohol intake, you know, because maybe you'll have a puffy face the next day, like, The smallest things, you know, taking care of your body, making sure that you're kind of keeping up with like buying new clothes or shoes that look nice, keeping your nails manicured, all of that, all of that stuff. And then, um, you know, you might have to say no to some parties, you might have to say no to some get togethers with friends because you have a shoot or you have to wake up really early the next day. And so there's a lot of sacrifice that goes within it. And um, also, just being on set, it's really long. The hours are long. You're there for 14 hours, 12 hours, and you're sitting there a lot of the times, which it sounds dreamy. Like, oh, I just <laughs> get to sit there. But it's like, it's not like that. You know, you show up, your call time's 6 a.m., you sit there till, you know, 12 p.m., and then you go into makeup. Or you just sit in makeup for a while, and then you sit. And you're waiting to be called to do your part or whatever it is. So it's a lot, it's a lot of energy that goes into it. And people don't realize how hard the work is. Mm-hmm. They think it's just like it, you go and you get pampered and everyone loves you and they compliment you. It's like it's not really like that.
1: You know? Yeah, set conditions can be kind of rough on you guys right. for sure. Uh, it's either freezing cold. Yes. Or it's a thousand degrees. Yes. And you are probably in the opposite type of clothes. Always. Always. (laughs) Because the seasons are shot before they're out. Yes. And we always feel guilty because we're either, like, bundled up. Right. And then you're in swimwear and it's 50 degrees. Yeah.
2: That's happened quite a bit Mm -hmm. where I remember, I think it was, like, a year and a half ago or something, it was just middle of summer and we were shooting for fall. Mm -hmm. So it was all jackets, Mm -hmm. which was cool, but we were sweating. Like, all the models were just sweating and, like, nobody passed out, but it's like, it definitely could have gone there Mm -hmm. and you're trying to look like having fun Mm -hmm. and like, you know, selling whatever you're trying to sell, but it's hard sometimes. And then I've been in opposite situations where you're in skimpy little outfits and it's freezing Mm -hmm. and people are like in like snow jackets, full face bundled up, you know, all the crew is, but you're just like trying not to shake and trying to look like you're excited and happy without, you know, having a red nose or like uncontrollable shakes or something so yeah it's it's kind
1: of rough sometimes Mm -hmm. for sure thanks for watching stay tuned for part two where angel shares her advice for aspiring models
0: as well as other topics so we'll see you next time